This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Like a million dollars. Let me check out that ring. What's up, TMZ? How'd you find me, bro? I got my disguise on. What's up, man? TMZ Sports. <laughs> Welcome to TMZ Sports. I'm Mike Babcock. My guy, as always, Mojo Mutati. Mojo, we're going to start with Tom Brady, who is rubbing elbows with one of the biggest celebrities on earth, none other than Leonardo DiCaprio, Mojo. So, Leonardo DiCaprio and Tom Brady. On the same yacht together, it's almost too much star power to even comprehend, but the guys were on a yacht now. This is a boat belonging to a guy by the name of David Grutman. You might know that name. This guy is basically the king of nightlife in Miami. He opened up Live and a bunch of other uh, clubs in South Florida. But this was not in Florida. This was actually in Sardinia, Mojo. Leo had actually been hanging out in the area, was at the Cannes Film Festival a few days ago, and now off the coast again of Sardinia with none other than Tom Brady and Tom Brady and Leonardo DiCaprio doesn't get much bigger than that no no one bit and in (laughs) Sardinia star power is off the charts the king of football with the king of Hollywood and the king of nightlife I might add I don't know (laughs) to a lot of people Dave Grutman might be the MVP here (laughs) if you like to go out and have a good time he is your guy more so than a Tom Brady or Leo. I'll go ahead and and say no, that. Right. That is a yacht that we should have been on personally, Babcock. I'm sure that was an incredible time. I mean, what do you even do on a yacht like that? What do you even do when you have that much star power? I, yeah, I, I don't know. I've never, unfortunately, been on a yacht like that, Mojo. So <laughs> when I do... <laughs> I'll let you know. Now, there is a, a connection between Leo and Tom. Maybe not the best connection. (laughs) They both dated Giselle. Now, uh, Tom Brady and Giselle obviously were married for more than a decade, have children together. Before that happened, though, Mojo, Leo and Giselle dated in the early 2000s for about five years. Oh, there they are right there. Ultimately broke up, and then she went on to get married to Tom. But uh, bottom line is they both previously had the same girlfriend. And I do wonder if that made for a bit of a weird moment aboard the yacht, or or do you just completely ignore it and pretend it didn't happen? Well, good thing it's a big yacht, Babcock. I mean, they could be on totally different sides of this thing and be (laughs) leagues apart. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe it was like a, a coping group or something like that. They could talk about former woes, but... I, I'm just saying, Babcock, I see I see Leonardo DiCaprio on a yacht, and all I can think of is Wolf of Wall Street, what kind of antics may or may not have been going on. I mean, Tom's a single guy, so all of that stuff could... I mean, it's possible that this could have went down like this. It's possible. Uh, before we move on, and we have another Tom Brady story for you, let's look at this picture once more, though, aboard the yacht. Tom is all the way off to the left, and you see the second arrow to the right. There's Leo, so... They're not standing by each other, Mojo, so I think there might be something to what you said. Mojo, moving on, uh, some more Tom Brady. Could he actually have some football to play when he returns from the old yacht vacation? Now, that's something that 
Troy Aikman, the uh, three-time Super Bowl champion-winning quarterback, alluded to when he joined the show recently. Now, if you haven't seen this, uh, we're going to refresh your memory a bit here. Here's a conversation that I had last week with the Hall of Fame quarterback. Check it out. We know he almost wound up as a player in Las Vegas a few years back before he went to the Buccaneers. Do you think there's a possibility? Well, I wouldn't. Uh, I don't want to speak for Tom. I, I wouldn't rule anything out. He, right. he obviously, you know, uh, has a relationship with the head coach. Uh, he knows the offense. He'll keep himself in great shape. Uh, I'm a big Jimmy Garoppolo fan, so I'm really pulling for him. But I, you know, I, I would bet that just nothing's off the table as far as you know what may occur during the season or or what Tom's role may be. Uh, I think he's done playing, but you you just never know. So there it was. Uh, Troy, plain as day, said, look, I think he probably stays retired, but he said, I would never rule out the, the possibility of Tom actually playing for the team that he is about to own, Mojo. Of course, Tom Brady has struck a deal with Mark Davis. He is going to become a minority owner of uh, the Raiders organization. The only thing left to happen is a vote. Well, uh, we had a conversation with the NFL Mojo because lots of times in sports uh, leagues, there are rules that forbid owners from uh, playing or serving as coaches. Not the case in the NFL. As long as 75% of the owners agree that it's okay for Tom to actually play as the owner of the team, it's allowed, Mojo. It is, it is completely allowed. 24 of 32 teams would have to give it the, uh, the old okay, but if they do... It is by law possible for Tom to actually play for the Raiders. My goodness, could you imagine a world in which Tom Brady owned a team while simultaneously playing for it? I mean, that goes leagues beyond being a player coach, a player right. coach owner, the trifecta. <laughs> that would be awesome. I, for one, hope that happens. I, I got to think a lot of people wouldn't stand in the way. I got to think yeah. a lot of the. The NFL owners would sign off on that. We are talking about a, a minority owner here, too. And, hey, maybe maybe it's a good thing for those guys as well. If Tom's that busy playing, he won't be as busy recruiting and focusing on the ownership side. So yeah. definitely a very, very crazy division of labor there. But I don't know, man. This would be awesome. But I just – the big takeaway for this entire segment for me was, was, was Troy talking about uh, Garoppolo. I mean – He's sticking with that guy <laughs> to quote somebody we, we know quite well. I mean, if, if it's me, I'm definitely going with Brady over Garoppolo any day of the week. But I understand that Garoppolo has more years. He can play ball a lot to, to offer. Tom might be another one and done or two and done kind of situation. But again, still a very, very long shot that Tom actually plays again. But nonetheless, the thought of it really would be pretty cool. Yeah, Mojo, I, I think uh, you may have a few teams here and there that would object, possibly uh, teams in the division with the Raiders who don't want to see them winning games with the best quarterback ever. Uh, by and large, though, the NFL and the owners, they're in this to make money. That's why they own the teams. Despite what they may tell you, it's not to win Super Bowls. That's nice. Making money is the objective. And uh, having Tom Brady back in the league, that's certainly going to bring eyeballs. So I think you would have almost overwhelming support for Tom Brady if he decided that he wants to play it. One can hope. Carmelo Anthony, who will be a first ballot Hall of Famer, recently retired and 
more so than a lot of players that we have seen retire in any sport recently. There is so much debate about Carmelo Anthony's legacy, and people have opinions on Melo as a player. Uh, someone who had an interesting opinion, I thought, was former New York Giants great Tiki Barber, who uh, recently on his show in New York City, uh, Tiki and Tierney on WFAN, made an interesting comparison for Carmelo Anthony and one of the greatest wide receivers of all time. Watch this. Your scout report, Carmelo Anthony legacy. You played pro sports. What do you when you hear the name? What do you think? You know, he feels like Terrell Owens to me. In a wow, sense. that's interesting. Right? Already, Go ahead. obviously one of the greats. Wow, not even you're not even questioning his skill. Nope, like you don't question To's skill, and it, but you do start to question the winning. Like, did he did he ultimately win? Uh, this, I mean, I didn't I didn't win anything either. But I'm not one of the all time greats in my position. So there it was. You heard Tiki compare Carmelo Anthony and Terrell Owens as two guys who were incredible on the field or on the court but didn't have a lot of team success and certainly never won championships. So, Mojo, we recently ran into Terrell Owens at the airport at LAX, and we asked him, we said, hey, what do you think of Tiki Barber's comparison? Here's T.O. I don't take that as a slight uh, by any means. Kudos to uh, Tiki. Appreciate the love. Uh, but, yeah, man, I mean, you think about his career, um, not everybody gets to win a championship. Oh. You know what I mean? And that's not the defining thing. Obviously, no. as an athlete, you want to compete. You obviously want to win the championship. But sometimes it's not in everybody's cars. Yeah. Um, that doesn't define who he is. It doesn't define his career. I think his work uh, kind of speaks for itself. Not kind of, it does speak for itself. Again, at the end of the day, he's a Hall of Famer. He's going to be a Hall of Famer. And for me, a lot of people are like, oh, you don't have a ring. Well, essentially, he will have a ring. I do have a ring. I have a Hall of Famer ring. And not a lot of people can say that. Wow. <laughs> Incredibly well-spoken by T.O. And, yeah, I think a Hall of Fame ring absolutely trumps a championship ring. No question, if, if you're asking me personally. And that, that's the reality is you can be – the best player on the planet, the greatest player of all time. And and that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to win many championships or even a single championship. I mean, the rest of the team's got to pull their weight. It's a team sport. We're not talking about individual championships right now. And especially for a sport like football, when it's 11 versus 11, you know, more so than basketball, that's just five versus five. You have to have a lot of factors. Everybody has to be firing on all cylinders to win a title. Your your coaches have to coach the game right. Your, your GM's got to go out and pick the right players. There are a lot of factors that go into winning a championship, and those factors are team factors. It's a different situation than individual accomplishments. So yeah, it is kind of rare that you have a player that was that good that's going to be a Hall of Famer that that never won a ring. I mean, at the end of the day, that might be more rare than good players who actually do end up winning a big one at, at some point. But I just thought this was a, an incredible interview by T.O., incredibly well-spoken. And it's a really good point. I got to agree with him. Yeah, look, I'll say this. If you're not a quarterback uh, in on a football team, it's really hard to influence a, a team to that degree. Terrell Owens is one of the five best wide receivers ever. It doesn't matter. You could put four of the best wide receivers, put Randy Moss, Terrell Owens, whoever else you want on the same team. And if you have a crap quarterback or you don't have a good line or don't have a good defense, you're not going to win anything. That's just the bottom line. I think, I, I don't think it is different when it comes to basketball. Bottom line is Carmelo Anthony is one of the greatest players ever. He's one of the greatest scorers ever, period. 
we did a story earlier today about Robert Ory. Robert Ory won seven NBA championships. I don't know of anybody walking this green earth that believes Robert Ory's a better basketball player than uh, Carmelo Anthony. It's it's just, it's it's not anything based in reality. A lot of times it matters who's on your team. Robert Ory played with Hakeem Olajuwon, Tim Duncan, and Shaquille O'Neal. If Carmelo Anthony played with one of those guys, he'd have a title or two. So uh, I love the comparison. Carmelo Anthony certainly one of the greatest ever step on a basketball court. Coming up next to CMG Sports, Serena Williams, five-year-old, adorable little daughter, Olympia, absolutely loses it when she gets a Little Mermaid toy. It's so adorable. We'll show you the video next on CMG Sports. If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back, and you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Adidas, Macy's, or Levi's. And you can even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use, and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares that money with you as cash back. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal, or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's Rakuten, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. back to DMZ Sports. Mike and Mojo Mojo. Time for some more Go Talk. And we're going to start with one of the greatest pitchers to ever step foot on a pitcher's mound. Sandy Koufax, Mojo. We talk about memorabilia here a lot. We've seen cards sell for millions and millions of dollars. This is so cool though. So, old-time baseball fans, they'll know back in 1958, the Brooklyn Dodgers moved across the country from the East Coast all the way out here to Los Angeles, and they needed a place to play. Dodger Stadium wasn't yet built, so they played a few seasons, four to be exact, at the LA Coliseum, Mojo. There is actually a picture, a photo from April 18th, 1958. It was the first game that the Dodgers ever played in Los Angeles. The glove that Sandy Koufax wore for that season, at least for some of the games, possibly all of the games, and he made like 40 plus appearances, that actual glove, which has also been signed by Sandy, is on the auction block at a place called the Memorabilia Network. There's the signature mojo uh, right there on the glove in black marker, very visible. And this thing in about two weeks is likely going to sell for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not even more. It's just that cool of a piece of memorabilia. Absolutely. And these are the items that I always expect to go for the big price tag, the seven yeah, figure price tags. Not not the newer items, you know, from people that are still playing the game or just recently retired. I'm talking about the original greats. I mean, you're talking about moving one of baseball's biggest franchises from the East to West Coast and all the implications surrounding this myth. This is yep. exactly what I envision when I hear about these seven-figure items on the auction block. And I don't know, Babcock, I, I think they could get it. This is a really cool one right here. Yeah, yeah no, I could not agree more. I, yeah, look, the, the cards, 
And I understand why people buy them, especially because they've been raising so much in value, their investments. But this was actually worn by Sandy, what is it, 40, 60 plus years ago now. And uh, no, no, that's, that's really cool. He's one of the greatest pitchers ever, maybe the greatest left-handed pitcher ever. And uh, Sandy Koufax is uh, unmatched. And uh, this is a, a really cool item. Uh, let's move on, Mojo, from one uh, goat to another goat, Serena Williams who recently announced that she is pregnant. She got her daughter, Olympia, who is now five years old. Growing up, she got her present in the mail. <laughs> it's a great picture of Olympia. Little Mermaid Mojo is tearing up the box office. It's making hundreds of millions of dollars, of course, starring the uh, super talented Holly Bailey. Well, little Olympia got special delivery in the mail. She lost it. Mama and Papa wanted to get this for you. What is it? What is it? Look at her. Thank Mama too. <laughs> oh, isn't she beautiful? <laughs> so, so Dad had to say thank Mom too. Uh, yeah. Of course, it's a it's an uh, Ariel doll, and uh, like we said, this is the biggest movie in the country right now, and she was excited to say the least. Yeah, I'd, I'd say it's safe to say that she was pretty hyped <laughs> up. I I love the hesitation here while she was unwrapping the present and trying to see what it was before she absolutely <laughs> lost her mind. That might have been the best part, other than. Pops giving uh, giving some props to mom. Over. I thought so too, Mojo. At first, I thought she didn't like it. Yeah, just need just needed a second to see what she was looking at. It's a young kid, but my goodness, I want to get that excited for something as small as just a little doll or an action figure or something like that. Man, how cool was this? Yeah, no, I love it. She was super cute, obviously, and you know, good, good for her. We all remember getting, uh, you know, when there was a toy you wanted and you got it, nothing better than that when you were a kid. Mojo, we uh, said at the beginning of this that Serena Williams was pregnant. Her and uh, her husband, Alexis Ohanian, are expecting their second baby. That is uh, incredibly happy news. Not the only big star, though, that's pregnant. Not a sports story, but being we're talking about pregnancies, Al Pacino, <laughs> my favorite actor of all time is expecting his fourth child, 83-year-old Al Pacino, with his 29-year-old girlfriend, Mojo. 83 and 29, Al Pacino, gonna be a dad, will be like 101 years old when the soon-to-be-born baby graduates high school. Angelo Sharpless, AKA Spider, uh, one of the uh, stars on the Harlem Globetrotters, did his best impression of Shaquille O'Neal, but it's got nothing to do with Shaq's voice or anything. No, Angelo is breaking backboards. Watch this. So, Mojo, this was recently at a uh, semi-pro game in Georgia. Not uh, a Globetrotters game, obviously, but uh, Angelo has been with the Trotters for a long time, for years now. He was um, he was a, a college basketball star at a small college, uh, and this guy obviously can hoop, he can jump, and he, uh, he can throw it down pretty powerfully. I get why Shaq would do it, you know, at 7'1". Angelo's 6'4". I'm kind of impressed. Yeah, absolutely. You gotta be impressed. 
That backboard exploded. Look at the rim just hanging on by a thread. Absolutely ridiculous. I actually reached out to another Harlem Globetrotters player, number 19, Flip, a good buddy of mine, to ask him about this. And Babcock, he said him and his teammates, not surprised by this. They know (laughs) that Spider is a ridiculously powerful dunker. Uh, but they said this one was particularly special because he said people break backboards all the time, but what he did to the rim hanging there right. like that, that was truly special and not something you see every day. And he also said, too, he feels bad for everyone of that community now that Spider ruined all their fun and now they don't have another right. hoop there. Can, can we see the video once more? This would be my reaction if I were in the crowd. Watch the woman right there with blue hair. Totally pissed off. <laughs> Game's ruined. They can't. They don't have a backup rim like they do in the NBA. You break the backboard, it's gonna it'll be a year before they get that thing fixed. So uh, unfortunately, game over. But what a dunk by uh, Angelo Sharpless. That was super, super impressive. Mojo, we have got to go. Tomorrow, though, we have uh, you know really one of the the big stars of the moment. Klauze Johnson, LSU star, obviously recently won a uh, title with Angel Reese. They were at uh, the White House with President Biden. We are actually going to have a conversation with her tomorrow, Mojo, and uh, lots to talk to her about. Her basketball career, her music career, which is actually somehow hotter than her hoops career. Uh, Again, lots tomorrow with Klauze Johnson. It's going to be great. Tomorrow will be the best show since today!